0: Welcome to Uncluttered, the podcast that discusses the connection between faith and organizing. We're not so much interested in the how of organizing, but our focus is on why it's important from a biblical standpoint to leave the chaos and the clutter in our lives behind. My name is Angie Heitch.
1: I'm an author and certified professional organizer living in East Tennessee. And I'm Leanna George. I'm an author and former professional organizer living in Houston, Texas. Are you ready to unclutter your heart and your home to make room for what matters most? If you are, let's dive in. All right, Angie. Well, um, tomorrow when this comes out, we're recording early, obviously. um, And tomorrow you and I are hitting the road and we are going to be meeting up in St. Louis, which is very exciting. For an author conference um and i know that you and eric have some trips planned i know clinton i have some tr- trips planned summer and spring is upon us and people spend a lot of time traveling so yep. for this episode we thought that we would give our listeners some recommendations for reading listening um to podcast and watching some tv shows uh while they're on the road while they're traveling um but there are just so many books out there. I mean, do you know, Angie, how many books are on Amazon? I'm sure there are several million, maybe a yeah, I don't know. 32 million. All right. Okay. A million books. Okay. There are 5 million podcasts with 70 million episodes. And there are about 4,000 movies and 1,800 shows just on Netflix. So if somebody had to go wade through all of this, it's a lot. It really is. So what Angie and I decided to do for this episode is we're calling a resource roundup and we're are, we are going to look at books, um, all sorts of books, of course, cause Angie and I love books. We could talk mm-hmm. about books. till the sun comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're going to discuss a few and then of course our free resource will have all of the resources that we think. So Angie, let's start out with books cause we're going to start out with nonfiction, which is more okay. your area than mine. Um, and we're starting, we're breaking our books into different genres. Um, and the first one is faith based and there's this really good one right on the top of the list that I love. Um, and that, by a familiar author. Her name is Angie Heisch, um, and it's called Unholy Mess. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, so it's called Unholy Mess, What the Bible Says About Clutter, and I published on Amazon in December 2020. And it is talking about clutter of all types, not just the physical clutter, which is what we usually think about our piles of stuff, but also schedule clutter, uh, things on our calendar and on our to-do, to-do list that clutter up our lives, and then the really tough one, attention clutter in our minds that keeps us from being present in the moment. And the focus is on uh, what scripture says about how those, all those kinds of clutter distract us from our priorities. Um, yeah. Similar to the theme of our podcast, you know, uh, shaping your heart and home for what matters most. unholy Mess also talks about clutter, how to clear it so you can really focus on the things that are important. So, uh, yeah, so that's my book, Unholy Mess. It's on Amazon. Uh, and then another faith-based book that I read recently it had been recommended to me so many times. I finally had to read it to just shut everyone up. I'm so glad I did though. It's called, uh, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. It's by John Mark Comer, and, uh, he is a pastor And at the beginning of the book, he talks about how he was in a situation where if you look on the outside, he was wildly successful. Things were going well, but he just felt like something wasn't right. He felt just so like he was just surviving by the skin of his teeth. And so he went to his mentor and asked for some advice. And I love what his mentor said, ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. Hurry is the great enemy of the spiritual life. That this is, book is, I've got chills just saying that. This book is very eye opening and I highly recommend it. Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer.
1: Yeah. And I think he wrote that for me. I mean, I have been uh, very open and honest about, um, you know, uh, my schedule clutter and how I have trouble and leaving space for margin, leaving space for rest. Mm -hmm. Um, It is something I have struggled with for years, still struggling with it. Um, And when I saw this on the list, I was like, oh, that is, that is for me. So yes, definitely ordering that book. And just so everybody knows, all of these books can be ordered on Amazon. So everything we're talking about here, we have referenced um, can be done for, uh, for, from Amazon get my brain together. My my, my brain hurries and can't think sometimes. All right. Well, we have a lot of books to cover. So we're going to go on to the next genre, which is time management and productivity. So what is your favorite book in that section? My favorite book in that section is Getting Things Done by David Allen.
0: Uh, It's been around, I think the first edition was in the 80s. It is is one of the Bibles as far as time management productivity. And I don't mean to slight that the Bible when I say that, but just, it is very highly recognized. There's uh, people in the business world will talk about GTD, GTD, getting things done. There are conferences on GTD. He's got a podcast, but uh, the principles that David Allen uh, lays out in this book are just very effective. It's one that I uh, return to again and again, as far as recommendations. Yeah. Yeah. For
1: me, I love the book Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less by Greg McCowan. Um, love his book. Um, he uh, makes an analogy to cleaning out your closet, which I was like, oh, you're speaking my love language here. Mm. So yes. I could totally get into what he was saying. But it just it's just narrowing down how little we need so that we can focus on what's essential. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and it's not so much in just our physical stuff, but in our time, which so many people struggle with. And so that, that was a, that for me is one of my favorites. Okay. That's great. Yeah. And it's, it's essentially
0: uncluttering. It's, it's the same thing just with time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So moving on to fiction um, Mm -hmm. and we're talking about books that have a professional organizer as a a major character and the uh, books in this category that I recommend so, so highly uh, are, The ones that Leanna herself has written, the Hopeful Heart series, perfectly matched, perfectly arranged, perfectly placed. And uh, the last, the third book in that series just published a few days ago. So tell us about your
1: books, Leanna. I love them so much. Oh, thanks. And she was one of my early readers and I truly appreciate her support and love. Um, Yeah. It's about a professional organizer who goes, um, on an overseas adventure with her client after they discover a mysterious Chinese business card in the client's father's belongings. Um, And so it takes them on an adventure of self-discovery and faith. Um, And so um, it's not, it's a continuation story, which means you start with perfectly arranged um, you pick up in perfectly placed and you finish in perfectly matched. So you might want to read them straight through, Mm -hmm. um, People got upset because there wasn't a lot of romance in it. So the third one has a lot yes. more romance. I, I built up to it. I am not yes. a romance writer. I built up to it. Um, but, you know, uh, I've enjoyed, you know, they say write what you know. And that's what I did. I lived in China for two and a half years. I was a professional organizer. So I brought those together um, and and uh, married them into this series. But, you know, mm-hmm. professional organizers are becoming very popular as characters. Um mm-hmm. uh, I remember a few years ago, a Hallmark show where the main character, Christmas, it was Christmas time and the main character was professional organizer. Um, And so when we were making this list and Angie's like, you are responsible for the fiction section. because That's your forte. Um, One of the things I did was I went, I don't know if everybody knows this, but Goodreads has lists and they have lists for certain things and they have. A Goodreads list for professional stories with pro- professional organizers. Um, and so I have read a few and I wanted to tell people about those as well. Um, Careful What You Wish For by ha- Haley Efron. Um, it's a little bit of, it's a murder mystery with a little bit of suspense um, and a twist at the end. Um, and I don't know why um, professional organizers kind of fall into this mystery of uncovering and discovering. But a lot of the books that we're recommending um, in this genre um, fall into that category. And the Spark and Joy Mysteries, which I think is on a play of words on uh, Marie Kondo's Spark Joy, mm-hmm. uh, but the Spark and Joy Mysteries by Nancy McGovern. i read those two. And they're they're very good. Very clean, very co- you know, the kind of cozy mysteries. There's nothing, yeah. you know, I think that's where they kind of fall. The cozy mysteries is what I would say. So, yeah. yeah, I'm so, excited
0: about reading some of those. The only ones that I've read so far are uh, your books, but it uh, uh, sounds yeah. fun. And I think maybe the reason uh, we, that people tend to write mysteries is because we're handling people's stuff. And so we maybe we find things that lead to, you know, trying to figure out uh, the mystery. I don't know, but some yeah. good stuff. Or among there.
1: all the clutter, you find a dead body. I mean, I don't know.
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, we a lot of weird things have been found. That is for sure. We could probably have an, a whole episode on that. <laughs> I'm on about to say that. That would actually be pretty fun. Oh, <laughs> just yeah. about to say that. All right, for sure. So, moving on to the next category: books about yeah. organizing, decluttering, and simplicity. So, yeah. you're probably not surprised to you know that we have a ton of books in this category that we recommend. Uh, yep. Most of them you'll just need to find in the resources. I will talk about a couple that I really love and recommend it a lot. One is The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning by Margrethe Magnusson. Uh, she's a Swede in her 80s. And uh, she wrote this book about uh, the tradition in Sweden they call death cleaning. Sounds morbid. The book mm-hmm. is anything but morbid. Uh, it is really uh, lighthearted and very positive. Uh, The Swedes have this tradition of going through all their stuff and getting rid of what they don't need, uh, deciding who's going to get the things that they're they're keeping. And uh, we'd be a lot better off in this country if we all did death cleaning. I love that book. It talks about not leaving a burden to uh, people by going ahead and being proactive about your stuff. And then I also love The More of Less by Joshua Becker. Mm -hmm. Um, Joshua Becker, I don't know what he did before he became a a proponent of minimalism, but he's got a great story, and he talks about changes that people made to try to live a better life with less. Some of them are stories of just drastic changes,
1: and some are very small,
0: but it's very inspirational. I really enjoy The More of Less by Joshua Becker.
1: Yeah, they, um, the um, death of Swedish the art gentle art I mean, why do they have to make it so complicated? gentle art of Swedish, Swedish art death, Ooh, Swedish yeah. death cleaning, the life-changing magic of tidying up yeah <laughs> okay they need to simplify it right yeah. um, no um but I am with you on the death cleaning I you know I have mm, talked we were I'm not sure you can say the same thing to Angie where we worked with clients where somebody had died they needed help going through their stuff and it was just so heartbreaking yes. to see them having to go through that um and you know i my my in-laws are older i love them to death but i look around their house every time i'm there and i just start thinking what are we going to do with all this stuff you know mm-hmm. and i tried to approach my gr- my mother-in-law you know what do you want us to do with things um you know uh, not because i'm ready for her to die but because it's going to be so hard and i want yeah. to honor her memory, And I want to honor mm-hmm. her wishes um, for a home that's a hundred years old. It was in her family. She was born in that house. Right. Oh, and so I wow. just want to honor that kind of stuff. And if they're mm-hmm. not here to tell you about it, you know, how do you know that you are? And so, you know, mm-hmm. mix up with all the grief and all the worry. It's just so much easier if you can do that. I do yes. want to say something about the life changing magic of tidying up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big fan. I mean, I make that clear in my book. <laughs> My book, my character does not like that book. She's not a Marie Kondo fan. And I think that's because I lived in China and I know that their lifestyle, as well as the Japanese and basically most Asian cultures are totally different than American culture. And so to try to put the rules that follow along in an Asian culture into the rules for an American house is, doesn't they don't just, it doesn't mesh doesn't, didn't size up for me. Yeah. Um, Not to mention that their spaces
0: are so much smaller. They
1: really are. You know, I mean, we, I went into several Chinese people's homes and was such a treat to be able to be invited into their home, but it makes you aware of what their space. I mean, there's one, you know, 1 billion people. They don't have a lot of space, Mm. you know, where we have houses that are 3000, 4000 square feet. So to apply those same rules isn't always the same. However, I appreciate what she has done for the organizing industry Mm -hmm. and how she has helped people, um, you know, for sure. So um, that is also on the list. Um, You also mentioned, get it together, organize your records. So your family won't have to, have you read that? Yes. So uh, we, as organizers, we
0: talk to people a lot about getting, making plans for their stuff, but just as important is uh, making plans for all the records to be passed along, so that people aren't stuck with, okay, well maybe they had a will, but how do we get the passwords to their accounts and what bills need to be paid and who are we supposed to contact? And there is so much involved in that. And I, um, that book, Eric and I have already gone through that book and gathered all our stuff, uh, and it's just it's such a comfort to know that if something happened to one or both of us that we've got everything ready. Um, I wrote an article, one of my newspaper articles on that, and Melanie Cullen, the author, um, wrote me an email to thank me. I I recommend this book over and over. I found out about it at a professional organizing conference, but, um, it's really
1: excellent. Yeah, that's cool. So we've talked about finding dead people and we've talked about (laughs) after dead people being ready <laughs> to die. We are not morbid people. No, uh, not. There are some really helpful, useful uh, tips and bu- uh, books on here. So don't think that all the books that we have on this section <laughs> are about because <laughs> they're not. But let's switch and let's go over to our last category of books and that's habit change because I know you and I both have our favorites on yes. here. Um, I'll just go ahead and start since I'm talking I love atomic habits. I know you do too. Oh, we're, um, we're both such huge fans of this. Oh, huge, huge fans of James Clear. I'm actually doing a presentation at the conference. You and I will be at together. And one of my f- first quotes is James Clear. I uh, think I have him two, two or three more times in the presentation because he is just so wise. Um, mm-hmm. And he he kind of talks about it the way we do with um starting small right Mm -hmm. is that you don't need a whole bunch of big leaps to make change in your life go down to the very smallest um particle like an atom and work from there and see how much you can change with small things small time small tasks small efforts really do have a big impact um, so I love him. If you do not get his newsletter, people, you need to pause this episode, go sign up and then come back and finish because he is every Thursday. It's like I'm waiting for his email. Um, and I even have a special folder called James Clear Inspiration that I keep all of his newsletters. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good stuff. He does. Yeah. Three things from his book, two quotes and one question. Um, and so it's good, good stuff. Um, So I know as much as I love James Clear, you love Gretchen Rubin.
0: I really love Gretchen Rubin. Um, And one of my favorite Gretchen Rubin books is also related to habit change. It's called The Four Tendencies. Mm -hmm. And what this book explores is how we react to expectations, either others' expectations of us, such as, you know, an employer requiring you to do something by a deadline, or our own expectations of ourselves, such as making a New Year's resolution. So she divides people into four groups or tendencies. We have obliger, uh, upholder, questioner, and rebel. And I have found this, the four tendencies, to be so helpful for not only understanding myself, uh, for inspiring my clients, uh, helping family and friends. Uh, So I recommend that. She's got a quiz that you can take. Uh, to identify your tendency that will uh, also sign you up for her email list, uh, which I think is a really good email list anyway. And you can always unsubscribe if you don't like it. But I really like the four tendencies. uh, She's got a lot of really good stuff on habit change. Um, And actually, that leads us into our next category. Since I'm espousing Gretchen Rubin, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about podcasts, and I am a podcast junkie. So and I am not. Yeah. yeah so I'm going to talk about podcasts. And my very favorite podcast, Surprise, Surprise, is Happier with Gretchen Rubin. Uh, so she is on there with her sister, Elizabeth Craft, who is a writer and producer in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And the two of them talk about um, habits, uh, human nature, the five senses, they're different uh, things to Help You Live a Happier, Healthier, and More Productive Life. It's a very upbeat, positive, fun podcast. Uh, it's on twice a week. Oh. Um, so Happy worth Gretchen Rubin. She have, an, even has an app, the Happier app. But huh? um, she also loves decluttering. She, uh, she spoke at NAPO Conference, uh, National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals. And she's always helping Elizabeth, her sister, declutter. Oh, that's cool. So she's kind of a kindred spirit of organizers. Yeah. So happy with Gretchen Rubin is my number one. Uh, another one that I love is uh, Kathy Lipp, uh, L-I-P-P, Clutter-Free Academy, uh, because again, it's all about clearing the clutter. And I think she's got some very practical tips. She's got a, a huge, very active Facebook group that uh, very supportive. She's got lots of free resources. She's been podcasting and writing uh, about mm-hmm. Decluttering yes. for a long, long time. She is mm-hmm. also a Christian, very kind woman. Um, so
1: very generous. She's
0: got, got ever all her stuff is very good. Um, and then I love the podcast called A Slob Comes Clean by Dana mm. K. White. You've probably heard me mention Dana K. White before. Um, what I love about her podcast is it tends to be a good fit for people who feel completely overwhelmed and uh organizing and cleaning does not come naturally they don't know where to start they're just in that uh state of overwhelm and where do i even start she's a a good place to start is by listening to her she's got a five-step method Mm -hmm. for decluttering that starts with one identify obvious trash two identify things that go somewhere else and take them there three duh donations um but she's also all about those daily habits laundry and uh, dishes and five minute pickup. So
1: yeah. she things. reminds me of the. It sounds like the. I don't remember if you remember, but when I first started reading, and um, I mean, I always loved being organized. But then I was like, oh, there are books about this. This uh-huh. is like, like nineteen late nineteen nineties. And I remember the fly lady. I don't know if you yeah, remember Yeah. A lot of people, I, I never, I wasn't into organizing yet, but
0: um, the other thing about Dana K. White, she's hilarious. She's very okay. real about her life and she's very funny. Yeah. So yeah, That's cool. So those are three of my many, many favorite podcasts. you'll find more on the <laughs> resource.
1: Yeah. I love podcasts. I love making them. I love talking yeah. on them. Um, I just, I'm not a big listener. I don't listen to audiobooks, books. Um, and huh. so I'm just not an audio person. I'm more visual. Um, yeah. and tactile so um yeah so the last part that we're going to talk about on this episode are shows because surprisingly and i think for the greater good there are some shows out there mm-hmm. that really highlight organizing um, of course we know there's hgtv i don't know i know you said you didn't but again in the early 90s uh no maybe it's late 2000s 2000s not i mean early 2000s like 2006 uh, before, before we moved to China, I remember I used to watch a TV show on um, HGTV called Mission Organized. A lot of the early Napo organizers were hosts. I mean, were the organizers on these shows? Um, but HGTV has a lot of you know TV shows um, on that kind of stuff. But Netflix has, has gotten into the game as well. Yes. And one of the uh, one of the shows that they have um, that I've watched is the Minimalist Less Is Now. And the only reason I watched it, and you're not going to believe this, is because of my husband. He came home <laughs> and he said, "We need." To, I was listening to this podcast and I want to watch this show. You'll probably love it because it's all about organization and minimalism. And I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. Um, it was very good. I really enjoyed it. What was more impressive is that when it was over, my husband went and decluttered one of the kitchen drawers. So Yes. <laughs> oh, that's a win. <laughs> that's, so, you know, hopefully these shows give you visual inspiration. Um, and they, they tell you the stories behind them. So what about you? Do you have a show on Netflix? Yeah, you love? I, I'll have to second that with the
0: minimalist. I listen to their podcast. It's another favorite. Um, so good stuff that in that documentary on Netflix is a really good way to kind of be introduced to their message message. Um, there's some really fun shows on organizing, uh, get organized with the home edit on Netflix is really fun. Um, they do uh, some organizing for celebrities, which is kind of yeah. fun. Like, um, like they, they did, did a Reese
1: Witherspoon. yeah. Reese
0: Witherspoon. And they're uh, organizing her uh, props and costumes from famous movies. She's in like Legally Blonde. So that's cool. Oh, that's
1: cool. Um, yeah. I think she did, but, they did Kim Kardashian too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's, there've been quite a few. Um, so in a way it's not necessarily realistic, Um, And they're also really big. They're product heavy because they have their own line of products. So they bring in a lot of products from the container store. Of course, we love all that kind of stuff. But it may not be necessarily realistic for what organizers would do in your home. But it is still fun to watch the before-afters. We love a good before-after. And uh, the principles they teach are sound. So it's a
1: lot of fun, that show. yeah. So we have just scratched the surface of books. Podcasts and shows. So there are tons out there. Like I said, we don't want to have to have you scour Amazon or uh, iTunes um, or all the different streaming services to find some shows. So what we have created is a free resource um, that lists. Some of our favorite—I um, think I printed them out, and they were like three or four pages long. Yeah. So we're we're giving you quite a few. Um, do you need to read them all? No. Look and see which ones, um, you know, might be a good fit for you. Um, but we just want to give you as much valuable information as we possibly can. So yeah. make sure you visit our website um, and look in the show notes, and you can grab that free resource.
0: Yeah, and we'd love to hear from you if you have if there's something that you love in uh, as far as uh, decluttering simplicity organizing um, send us an email let us know we may end up talking about this again because there's so many great resources out there so email us at contact at Um, uncluttered.faith and you know we love there's a little button that says subscribe which is a really important button that way you don't miss anything Um, speaking of not missing anything we're actually going to be taking a bit of a break yeah. Um, so you have lots and lots of resources, things to read, things to listen to, and things to watch. Um, yeah. But we'll be taking a break from the podcast. We will be back.
1: That's but for sure. got
0: lots of lots to do while we're gone. So, yes. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. So, um, you know, go re-listen to some of our episodes. Um, take the time to um, download the free resources. Um, but we're just going to take the summer off. Um, We know people are busy traveling. Um, We know they're busy with their family and friends. Um, And Angie and I need some time as well to um, gather up our um, momentum for the fall, which we are very excited about and already have planned out. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, tell your friends, get them on the bandwagon, and um, invite them to listen when we come back in early fall. So we are excited um, and we're so grateful that you have been with us for these first 10 episodes. um, And we look forward to sharing with you even more. So that's it for this episode and this season of the Uncluttered podcast. Um, Again, like Angie said, we'd love to hear from you. Email us, uh, drop us a line. Um, tell us what you think. Um, if you want to have a conversation or if you just have a question, we are here for you. So do not be shy. Uh, we'd love to connect with you.
0: Yes. And until we come back with season two of the Uncluttered podcast, remember an uncluttered life is an abundant life.